Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight program Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 7, Day 3, opening with our Bible verse of the day coming from Isaiah 49:15. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will never forget you. The only topic more emotionally charged than our own weight struggles is that of our children, which leaves many parents feeling guilty. In order to help your children, you have to first recognize guilt for what it is. Guilt can be used as a tool of the devil. It can render you ineffective while breaking you down. Constant guilt does not help you or your children. It just wastes more time. Instead, when something touches a nerve, Ask the Holy Spirit to empower you and your family to overcome it. Then believe it is possible in the name of Jesus. Don't forget to ask others to pray on your children's behalf. It takes a village of prayer warriors. When it comes to our children's health, we can no longer wing it. The food and drink options in front of our kids today are awful, only to be coupled with sedentary entertainment. The only way around this is planning ahead. Exercise and healthy eating have to be a priority on a daily basis. This does not mean every meal has to be perfect or that your kids need to be exercising all day, but they need real food for most of their meals and snacks and they need to keep moving. This may mean you driving to sports activities or carpooling. The good news is you do not have to sit while your kids are getting a workout. I have driven to hundreds of soccer practices over the years and worked out by either jogging or walking around the same field. At swim practice, For my children, I used to swim in open pool lanes or use the gym that was available. Working parents. When it comes to healthy eating, few working moms have time to spend in the kitchen, but we still need to make sure our children are not eating junk all day. I do include practical ideas, even if you eat out often. However, someone needs to manage what your children are eating and whether or not they're getting enough exercise. It most likely is not going to be them at least not in the earlier years. In the restaurant guide, in the appendix of the book, Faith Versus Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, there are some restaurant ideas. Although it is easy to get lured into distractions, you don't want to live with regret. Many people believe a career or some other carrot is holding the key to their happiness, leaving children to subsist on junk food and little exercise, only to find out that it was not worth it. Other full-time working parents have no choice and are already stretched thin. However, this week can help you make better choices within the same amount of time you currently have. There's no question raising children takes more time and effort than most of us could have ever imagined. However, if you don't get involved in putting the time up front, investing in your children's healthy eating, exercise, and activities, you may be forced to put the time in later trying to put the pieces back together. This can show up as a weight problem, among other things. Start today. It's never too late. Remember that God loves your children more than you do. 
ask the Lord to help you make optimal choices for your children's spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being. Pay attention today so you won't live with regret tomorrow. Regret is unhealthy for all parties. Make sure you check with your pediatrician before implementing any diet or exercise program for your child. There are licensed psychologists who specialize in children with eating disorders that can also help if needed. I have zero, let me repeat, zero credentials when it comes to working with children. Yet because I am a certified personal trainer, I was assigned young girls as clients at the YMCA. These girls were between 9 and 11 years of age. Since then, I have also worked with moms and their teenage daughters. The difference between the young girls I worked with at the YMCA and the moms and teenage girls I've worked with recently is that the YMCA girls were under doctor's orders. Their parents were told that their daughters had to begin a supervised exercise program to lose weight as soon as possible. Although one of them weighed as much as I did at the start, the good news is that these girls were able to reach their goals. With these girls, the first thing I did was find out their interests. Again, we are back to the reason why they would want to pick up a carrot over a cupcake in the first place. Whenever working with anyone, whether it is a child or adult who is struggling, it is always helpful to find out someone's passions. By focusing on something positive while we exercise, it brought a positive association to our appointments. It also let them know I cared. This helped make the time spent with each child something they anticipated. I am not a person who would gravitate toward a job working with children. You don't need to be a childhood expert either. I finally realized the main reason these girls enjoyed our time together was the attention and activity. That's it. It didn't matter what the activity was. We may have jumped rope and then done modified push-ups, hula-hooped, or did jumping jacks. Although not all children gravitate toward sports, almost all like activity. Children are more in tune with this than adults. If I worked with a child who also likes sports, I would emphasize how healthy eating and exercise would help her perform better. I also tried to tie their interests to healthy eating and exercise and taught how these changes in general would contribute to making them even better at whatever it was they enjoyed doing. Just like adults, kids also have a why. Children need to exercise every single day for a minimum of one hour. They also need to move throughout the rest of the day. We cannot depend on this to happen at school. With the girls I worked with, I strongly encouraged organized activities such as dance to keep them active if they were not into sports. If you are on a fixed budget, the YMCA has some great programs at affordable pricing. I actually believe most kids would eat healthy and move more if the options were more readily available than junk food and media. Instead, just like adults, when you have white flour and sugar staring you in the face with more sedentary options than active ones, of course, children are going to lean toward those. The reason children don't naturally gravitate toward healthy choices is because they've already eaten so much fast food that regular healthy meals don't seem to taste as good as a fries and a shake. Since almost 50% of our meals as Americans are eaten out, even our kids have hyperstimulated palates. On top of that, most parents are not eating healthy at home. Throw media in the mix and we have the perfect storm. Although I would reinforce all of the information I shared with the girls, with their parents, challenges became evident. I realized I was not taking on a child as a new client, but rather an entire family. If one child in the house is eating differently from everyone else, 
there could be problems. This was another reason I felt led to create Faith versus Weight for women. I purposely did not want to target children, although this is the area that grieves my heart the most. I target moms. This is not meant to be a guilt trip. This is meant to reclaim mom's health, which will benefit the entire family. As far as children are concerned, mom is where love originates. We all know that when mom is happy, everyone is happy. If I can get mom and eventually dad on board, kids will follow. It is much more difficult and unrealistic to target children separately when their choices are rarely within their control. As I used to say to the parents of my younger clients, your nine-year-old doesn't have a set of car keys. They eat what you bring in the house. When working with children, focus on energy rather than appearance. Do not discuss scales or weight. Often, kids will voluntarily share their weight loss because of their excitement. Give kids hints on how to avoid feeling sluggish by eating their protein or veggies first rather than their carbohydrates, which can easily lead to overeating. More ideas on how and what to eat will be discussed tomorrow. Today's reflection, let's end childhood obesity together. Today's action, number one, dump the guilt. It's not helping you or your children. Every meal is not going to be perfect. Number two, find out your child's why. What are her hopes and dreams? Explain how healthy eating and exercise can help her better reach these goals. Number three, put out protein and or veggies first. Carbs are last. As much as you can, make healthy eating a family affair coming from a place of love, not condemnation. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 